Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Wealth and Business Podcast. On this episode, I'm joined by a very, very, very special guest all the way from the United States of America, Mr. Roy Douglas. This is an individual that I connected with on Instagram. I saw what he's doing. He's doing amazing things, enriching lives, you know, helping people to understand how to craft the riches you know, that is stored for them, helping people to crack the code of becoming extraordinary and helping people high performance. So on this episode, I'm so super fired up. Make sure you grab your pens, your pads, taking a lot of notes. You know, on the business podcast, right, ladies and gents, we don't just bring you random people. We bring you people that's going to help you transition when you listen, people that's going to give you that stand-up energy and people that's going to help you become more. Just exactly how I transitioned from being an Uber driver many years ago and becoming a success, empowering so many people through our voices and collaboration. So without further ado, I want to welcome my man, Mr. Roy Douglas. How's it been, my brother? Man, I am doing incredible, Daniel, man. And uh, I just couldn't wait for this conversation that we're about to have, man. I am fired up. And uh, thank you for having me on the show. Like I said, man, I'm just overjoyed and look forward to having this conversation with you and love exactly what you're doing, man. So I'm pumped up. I'm ready to go, man. Fantastic. Thank you so much. So, Roy, tell us, for those who don't really know you that much, in the United Kingdom here, all the way from the United States, I'm sure the audience is going to be fired up because you are a financial king. You are a financial expert. Your message across social media around financial impartation is so massive. So for those who don't really know you, what is it that you do within the financial industry, within the financial space? Well, I think the best way to get started is basically to let people know who I am and where I come yes. from. Mm-hmm. My inning wasn't so rosy. When I was in school as a young child, I was kicked out of every elementary school yeah. and every high school. I was labeled a troubled youth. I said labeled. In other words, whenever the teacher was given a subject, whatever it may be, I could articulate that subject. I was a very smart kid. However, I had a disability that was unbeknownst to me. I suffered from something that's called dyslexia. I was reading things backwards. So being afraid of my disability, whenever there was time for open book or test, I would create a distraction to get thrown out of the class. That's why I got kicked out of so many schools. However, it wasn't until I was about 13 years old on the road with my mom. My mom is my mentor. She worked three jobs to take care of my brothers, myself, and my sister. My father passed at a young age. We were going down the road, and my mom was running late, and she told me to read some instructions. She insists that I read the instructions. And I tried to do the same thing. I tried to create a distraction to get around it. But you know our moms are, read those instructions, boy. So I tried to read them and she knew something was wrong. So my mom took me to the school and talked to the counselors and I had some tests and they found out that I suffered from something that was called dyslexia. I read things backwards. However, I overcame my disability through training and class, but I always tell people, Daniel, today that you can have a disability, but you don't have to be disabled. I see people today with disabilities doing more than people who don't have disabilities. My beginning wasn't that rosy, but I went back to school, got straight A's, but I spent a lot of time in the inner city of of Los Angeles, South Central Los Angeles, in some bad areas. I always tell people, 
I went from the streets to corporate suites. And I went back to school, got great grades. I've always been a starch entrepreneur, love business. When I was a kid, I had the biggest lemonade stand. I had the biggest paper route stand. So I've always had the ability to be able to be an entrepreneur and do business for myself, even as a young lad. Wow, wow, wow. That is massive. This is what this is all about. It's all about and lifting, you know, lifting people up. You see, many people has been labeled with different disability, mental disability, physical disability, even spiritual disability, and people tend to accept it, all right, and then waste the rest of their lives. Well, you're happening and you discovered that you had this issue of people being called the troublemaker and being kicked out of schools and stuff like that. But you did not stop there. Your mother mentored you and pushed you to the point you became successful, right? And now you're someone that is doing so massively you know, in the United States, right? And in the financial space. A lot of people would normally just hold on to that and just say, there's something I love about Les Brown. He says the same kind of story. He was called mentally retarded as well. And today, look at the impact that Lex Brown has also created in the global stage. So well done in you, Roy. And not just that, you've worked with the likes of Tony Robbins today. You've done something with the Shacks. So, I mean, but just even before we go into that, how did you just go from literally someone who was less sick to obviously now working with likes of Tony Robbins, being in the Shacks? I mean, let's quickly just dip into that before we come back to your financial advice that you give to people. You know, I'll tell you this. I always tell people this, Daniel. Your job is what you get paid for. Mm-hmm. Your calling is what you were made for. Yes. What I mean, your calling the thing that you was called to do, the gift that's inside of each and every one of us. One thing I'll tell you about me with my disability, and I'll tell other people that the average person spends more time outside of themselves, yeah. very little time with themselves. The average college student today changed their major at least four times, outsized influences. So one thing I thank God for, I thank God that I had a chance to really, really know who I was, because when you're suffering with a disability, you get a chance to spend a lot of time with yourself, and then you learn how to be the best actor. You know your strengths and you know your weaknesses. So to this very day, I use my weaknesses as my superpower. So I always tell people, it's important that you spend more time with yourself so you can know who you are and whose you are. And that's what it's all about. I got a chance to spend a lot of time with myself, man. I knew exactly my limitations and I knew my strengths. And I just built on my strengths and I had the courage to face my limitations. And that's the reason why I am where I am today. So when you say you spend a lot of time with yourself to becoming the best version of yourself, talk to me. Let's go a little bit deeper. How do people, how can someone spend most time with themselves to discovering the inner part of them. I mean, the Holy Book says, greater is he that is in ease than he that is, that is in the world. But the truth is, many people don't understand what that really means. The greatness inside of you is the voice of God, whether it's a good thing that you most believe on, whether it's the supernatural that you most believe on. But not a lot of people understand the power to discover that massive voice for them to say, go, do it, act, move, stop. So how did you discover it? That was great what you just said. It's so true. See, I always tell people this, that we have our spirit man or woman, and then we have 
our physical man or woman. And the word says that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And people tend to lean more toward the flesh than their spirit because, as I said earlier, having that disability, I had to become the best actor. In other words, a normal person can hear a test or hear an assignment and just write it down. I had to listen to the assignment, not only listen to the assignment, I had to remember it, and then I had to imagine that I'm writing things down. So in other words, I learned all of my vulnerabilities. I learned how to be the best actor, and I spent a whole lot of time with myself. Now, the average person have those influences like, you know, someone wants them to, to become a doctor, or want them to become a lawyer. That's what someone else wants them to actually become. With myself, I knew exactly what I wanted to do at a young age. I knew I had something there. In other words, I could rely on myself. I just had to learn how to articulate and just get around the obstacles that are inside of life. But what you said is so true. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. But I always tell people this. It's not what people say about you that counts. It's not what people say to you that counts. It's what you are saying to yourself. See, I always tell people, the word says that in the beginning was the word. Yeah. The word was with God and the word was God. And then the word became flesh. You and I are walking words. Everybody that's listening are walking words. But what words are you using? Are you using words that's going to caterpillar you for it? And, and not only that, are you using words that's reinforcing your belief, your motivation, your inspiration, your power? So it's really all about spending time with yourself because the world is set up where people are pretty much following everybody. People are imitating everybody. And there's so many influences that tries to tell you what to do and who to be. But I really want to encourage people to spend more time with yourself so you can be the best version of yourself. 100%. I couldn't agree anything less at all. So, Roy, you are an Amazon best-selling author. You've written books and you've done some great things. So let's talk about your book, The Rich Code. What was the inspiration about you writing that book? Cracking the Rich Code is a collaboration with world-renowned Tony Robbins, a friend of mine, Kevin Harrington from ABC's The Shark Tank, and Jim Britt, and is currently an international bestseller. I'm a part of that project because there is a code when it comes down to riches and wealth. You know, I always tell people, this is before the pandemic, the average person is one to two paychecks away from being homeless, one out of three in debt. Here in America, the average American family cannot even handle a $400 emergency, not too far where you are. So I always tell people that there's not a money problem, there is a literacy problem. In other words, there's a language for the rich and there's a language for the wealthy. But once you learn the language of the rich and the wealthy, you will have money for a lifetime and not a lunchtime. So you have to crack that code because we're taught to go to school, get a good education and get a job. So the traditional thinking of just trading time for money will not work. That model is dead. So cracking the rich code is giving people the necessary tools so therefore they can have that money for a lifetime and not a lunchtime and understand the language of the rich and the wealthy. So that's what that book is all about. It's all about exposing 
how the financial system work all throughout the United States and America and the world in general. The financial pattern sometimes can be similar across the globe because it's one formula. But the thing is, for me, my understanding of cracking a code or creating the bigger impact in you and creating wealth is obviously knowledge. And you are currently spreading the financial you know, literacy right now in your messages, in your content, in your day-to-day, that's what you do. You spread financial content, how people can go from zero to becoming free. Because I say to people, you see, people often think about money. And I say, think about value and opportunity. Because when you can become a person of value, then you can create opportunity. Automatically, the door to wealth, to dot to money, automatically just opens. Now, in your book, in cracking the code, what would you say could be the three key steps anyone you know can actually go right now to implement in their life if they want to have the life of value, the life of opportunity, the life of freedom, and be able to model what the world leaders who are creators, creators, financial creators, systems and processes have used to becoming financially in abundance? Yes. First. Your mindset is your greatest asset. That's what I would tell people. That's first. Your greatest mindset, your mindset is your asset. That's number one. That's your greatest asset, your mindset. Also would say value, because I always tell people when value is made clearly, decisions are made easily. So it's really about value. And not only value, also understanding how money works and understanding the difference between wealth and riches. You see, riches is can come and go, but wealth is for a lifetime. So I always tell people the true meaning of wealth is all needs met. And that may sound a little familiar because there's a scripture that says God will supply all of our needs. So you may not be where you want to be right now. You could be in a one bedroom apartment. You can have just a normal job. But if you have a dream, if you have a vision, you have a plan, you have passion, you're wealthy. So Everyone is wealthy when they use their greatest asset, which is their mindset. So wealth becomes a lifestyle and a lifestyle becomes you become walking wealth. That's what it's all about. So it's really all about information. It's all about education. I always tell people our experiences and our knowledge is like the books that we've read. In other words, whenever I think about finance, I go into my bookshelf of knowledge, things that I've read and applied myself with to use today. So wealth is really, really, really all about knowledge and and all needs met. That's what it's all about. And I think that a lot of us, we uh, chase money, but always tell people whatever you chase after will get away from you. It's really what you should be doing is chasing wealth. Wow. I love when we synergize like this because I call myself a wealth strategist. And the reason why I call myself a wealth strategist, even though I've only been on this mission and journey for the last six years, because I know what it is to be dead broke. And I know what it is to basically have to survive on anything. And I know what it is to have and to lose. And I know what it is to chase and to pursue money. Because for 17 years of my entrepreneurship journey, I always chased money. I never got it. And from the time I chose to become a valuable person, from the time I chose to become an opportunity creator, someone who creates opportunity, 
everything changed in my life. So what value am I adding to this person? And what opportunity am I creating to create that win-win? I'm a property investor and I invest in real estate asset all the time. And I tell people, the property is not going to get you rich, but it's the value and the opportunity that you create with the asset that builds your long-term wealth. Yes. And it's funny that you said that because real estate is everything. The clothes that we wear is real estate. The floor that we walk on is real estate. This is really, really important when we think about wealth and we think about money. I want to give your listeners some meat because, see, there's two economies. There's man's economy and then there's God's economy for those individuals who are listening. In man's economy, you work for eight hours, you get paid for eight hours. In God's economy, you work for eight hours and get paid for eight years. You know, I always tell people, you know what debt stands for? Debt stands for do everything but tithe. That's what debt stands for, do everything but tithe. Mm -hmm. So I always tell people, when you tap into wealth, you tap into the knowledge of self. And then by default, you become wealthy. But there's a scripture that says, ye seek the kingdom first and all of its righteousness, then all of these things should be added unto you. In other words, seek the kingdom first. The kingdom is within us. So you have to know self first. Once you know self first and all of its righteousness, righteousness is just maturity. So when we grow up, God is ready to take us up. So you can reap two ways. You can reap naturally or supernaturally. Mm. But you got to do things naturally in order first so you can reap the supernatural. So that's what it's all about. In life, wherever we immature that, that's where we suffer at. If I'm immature in my finances, I go in and out of financial problems. If I'm immature in my relationships, I'm in and out of relationship. But once I get matured in those areas, that's exactly where God is about to take me to a higher level and a higher height. So that's what it's all about. I encourage people to tap into who they are so they can take part of supernatural wealth. Fantastic you say that, right? So I mentor a lot of people over the last couple of years now, being able to mentor fiscally just under a thousand people. And when people come to me want to learn property, when people come to me wanting to be financially free, I say this first, your mindset is your greatest asset. And I say, when we get the mindset right, the rest will follow. Now, let's talk to two audience now. The first audience I want to talk to was people who used to be me. For example, having this mindset of I've got 100,000, I've got 100 pounds or 100 dollars in my bank account. And that's just all about what I have. And regardless of the opportunity that come in front of me, I'm not going to spend the 100 dollar because I need to save that 100 dollar. All right. And I'm not prepared to use this $100 to take my destiny and transform my life. And then the other audience is I've got $100, 100 pounds. All right. Obviously, people are going to be listening to this in the, in the US and in the UK. So I've got $100 and I've got 100 pounds. An opportunity comes knocking in front of me. And I put the $100, hoping the $100 is going to turn into $150, maybe in a week, in a month in a quarter, in a year. Now, how can people really condition their mind in both ways? Whether you are someone that is going somewhere with $100 to recreate or someone that's got $100 and hold it close to your chest. Because for me, money is just a piece of paper until it's put to use. So how can we help these two individuals recondition their mindset, one, 
to not hold on to the dollar, but to recreate the dollar. For those who are already recreating it, but how can they multiply it? Man, this is an incredible <laughs> interview, man. I love it. Let me, let me just say this here. I want to make sure that everybody who's listening get a chance to really, really understand both sides of the equation. First of all, it's not how much money we make that counts is what we keep. And whether or not if you're successful, let's say you're successful in real estate or you're successful in trading or Bitcoin or whatever it may be. At the end of the day, when you make your money, you take your money and you put it in the bank. Well, that's a big problem. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you the reason why. I could be successful in real estate, but I'm taking my money, putting it in the bank. Let me give you an example. Here in America, banks on average give us negative 1%. They give us negative 1%. So we're not getting any compounding interest at all. And inflation right now here in America, as you and I speak, is climbing up to 7.5%. Yeah. So think about that. The bank on average is giving me negative 1%. Inflation is 7.5%. So I got to have at least 8% or greater just to even beat inflation. So I always tell people, would you rather put your money in the bank and get negative 1% or would you rather put your money where the bank put their money? That's important. Well, banks in America, what do they do? It's something that's called fractional banking. Fractional banking means banks by law are only required to keep 10% of our deposits. So I put $1,000 in the bank, I deposit 1,000, the bank is only required to keep 100. They're gonna invest the nine. What do they invest the nine in? Home loans, student loans, credit cards, real estate, stock market, all of that. And then the banks do something that may come to a, a big surprise to a lot of people. Banks are heavily, heavily vested in life insurance. It's called B-O-L-I, B-O-L-I, bank-owned life insurance. So I always tell people that you have to understand how money works. Now, when we talk about spiritual manifestation of money, that's a whole different conversation because that goes according to your faith, and not only your faith, also to understanding the word of, of God, because the Bible speaks about money more than anything else at all. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. The Bible tells us that a feast was made for laughter, wine make it merry, but money answer all things. And what is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Think about that. You can't say you have faith if you don't have faith in something. But faith is the substance of things. I know you have faith because I see the things that you've actually done. So it's a big difference between reaping spiritually and naturally. But when you're reaping spiritually, then you have to understand that I always tell people that your dreams are not a figment of your imagination, just showing you glimpses of your future. For those who are listening, I want to give you guys something. When you get a chance, I want you to look at Habakkuk 2 and 2. We talk about spiritual manifestation. Habakkuk 2 and 2 in the word. Habakkuk 2 and 2 says to write the vision and make it plain. And then the word says that where there's no vision, the people perish. Not where there's no fasting. Where, not where there's no praying. Where there's no vision. Your vision is your provision. In other words, when we set ourselves up with the word of God, God gives us vision. What I mean by vision, ideas, where to go, what to do, 
You got to follow your vision and your vision becomes your provision. That's what it's all about. So you got to really, really connect with who you are and whose you are. And God gives us all ideas. He gives us things to do and things not to do. But the bottom line is I always tell people that the things that come from us are not for us. It's the things that come to us that's for us. So you got to set yourself up through prayer and meditation so the creator can give you ideas, give you vision, and the vision becomes your provision. Wow. Wow. I'm blown. I'm so blown. I'm sure the words right now, right? Man, that's powerful. Hmm. You got me quiet for one minute. Because I connect, because I connect. People ask me all the time, they say, Daniel, where'd you get your energy from? I said, I get it from God. People ask me, when are you going to stop? I said, I haven't even started yet. Because I believe in only one thing. The Bible says, write it down plain on tablet so that an error may run with it. Who is the error? You. A lot of people write visions down and not run with it. But then it takes the will and the grace of God the right energy. You see, becoming successful is not just intellectual asset. You need a God-given energy. Yes. I'm going to cut you off, but let me tell you something, man. Vision is so important that if I tell you my vision, you can use it. That's how important it is. And see, I always tell people, listen, you don't need money. Money needs you. And your vision is your provision. That's what it's all about. So your dreams are not a figment of your imagination, just showing you glimpses of your future. But if you spend more time outside of yourself and very little time with yourself, that's why the word says to cast down all imaginations, bring every thought into captivity. It's not the things that come from me that are for me. It's the things that come to me from God that's for me. That's why prayer and supplication and fasting is so important. I'm telling you that I don't know who's listening and looking right now, but you got greatness inside of you. And not only do you have greatness inside of you, the person that is in the most debt, the person that is down right now, you in the best position if you would come into a knowledge of self and seek the word because the word is rich. I always tell people that the word is rich. It's so, so important. All of us, we're walking words. You know, the scripture says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word became flesh. You and I are walking words, but what words are you saying to yourself? Are you saying things to yourself to revalidate yourself? Are you saying what God says about you? That's what it's all about. All of you guys who are listening right now, you're rich, but you got to be willing on going from the natural into the supernatural. But the scripture says that the natural man and the natural woman don't receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They don't discern. So mm -hmm. a you can't solve a spiritual problem with a natural remedy. You mm -hmm. can't have it both ways. Mm -mm. Wow. Wow, we're going to church here, right? <laughs> Great. So Roy, let me very quickly now, let's talk about how can ordinary people transition from the ordinary and to becoming the extraordinary? And how can they use the performance strategy of which you are an expert in to help them meet their goals in life? Very simple. Very simple. The first thing is obedience. That's the first thing, obedience. And you want to make sure first that you get some basic finance 101 education. Really important. 
Now, I'm going to give people some insight. When you build a house from the ground up, what's the most important part? The foundation. What happened if the foundation's weak? The house falls. Yep. So first you want to have a solid foundation. Then you want to protect that foundation. What I mean by protecting that foundation? The way you protect that foundation is insurance. However, 95% of people globally get the wrong interpretation of insurance. Whenever I see the word insurance, Daniel, it has to be attached to something. I just can't have insurance. So if I say car insurance, I think about a car crime naturally. If I say homeowner's insurance, I think about a home quite naturally. But when we think about someone passing or dying or transitioning, the first thing people think about is life insurance. Well, the true meaning of life insurance is to transfer wealth. That's the true meaning of life insurance, to transfer wealth. So I want to protect my foundation. Then I go from protecting my foundation to debt management. There's two types of debt. There's good debt and there's bad debt. Good debt I'm paying for my mortgage or I'm paying for my education. That's good debt. Bad debt, wasteful spending, bad habits, credit cards. And then I go from debt management to what I call emergency fund, something that's called the 1020 rule. 1020 rule. We want to have at least six to 10 months of our monthly expenses saved up just for emergencies. So if I have $1,000 in expenses a month, I need a minimum of 6,000 saved up just for emergencies. The 20 represents my retirement number, 20 times my annual salary. So if someone is making $60,000 a year, they need 1.2 million to retire, not at one time, but over time. And then you go from emergency fund to investments. You notice how investments came last, because if you don't have a solid foundation, no debt management program or emergency fund, you can't invest or even save properly. And the average person, pays every bill first before they pay themselves. And reality, they're training themselves to be consumers. Hmm. Anytime you pay your bill before you pay yourself, you're training yourself to be a consumer. So you have to break that curse. The first thing you have to learn is how to pay yourself before you pay any bill. So our behaviors put us in the situations that we're in. Certain words trigger certain thoughts. Poor thoughts, Poor reality. So our behavior is putting us in the position, in the condition that we're in. That's what cracking the rich code is all about. And that's what it's all about. Changing people's mindset, letting people know that wealth is a conversation, understanding how money works. And you got to be obedient. You got to start from the bottom and you have to work yourself up. That's what it's all about. Fantastic. Roy. I love the way you broke that down. There's something that you said that that's quite important, right? You said you've got to first make sure the foundation is very well secure. How about when people leverage on debt to create wealth? Would you say that's a good debt? What's your opinion on that? So, for example, I'll give an example, right, Roy? So when I started my property journey within the very first two years, I didn't have the kind of money I was looking for, but I had financial freedom. I was able to now pay my bills from my business. But then a year after the two first years, I actually acquired my first investment property. And how I managed to do this was I built up a credit line from my business. And also I built up a great relationship with other people of people being able to loan me money. 
And the house that I used to live in, I converted that into an investment property and I moved out into a separate property that wasn't quite yet owned at that time, eventually became owned later. However, I used the business expansion loan, some credit cards and some loans from people to make that happen. To me, I see that as a good debt. Now, I did what I had to do to becoming the Daniel that I've become today. And I say this to people all the time, there will never be a perfect time. You either make it happen or you force it happen and use what you have to go get what you don't have, right? And I've seen people do the opposite. They don't have the money, but they still go on the luxury of five-star holiday. They don't have the money. They still drive the most expensive car and then use debt after debt to pay the debt on the car. So what would your suggestion be as a financial strategist? Well, you look at what's happening in society, even in the UK, the average person is one to two paychecks away from being homeless. And when you look at that, you see that you got to break it down. Think about it. In America, poverty begins, family of four, making $30,000 or less. Single individual, $15,000 or less. Wealth begins at $150,000. You don't even get in the wealth column unless you're making at least $150,000. I mean, United States and the US and the UK and Canada, only 5% enter the wealth column. 95% have the same characteristics. If I had to do it all over again, I would take as many chances as possible. I would spend as much money as possible. I would have much debt as possible to leap toward my dream. You see, because what I'm saying is, is that there's good debt and then there's bad debt. If you already know what the prognosis are for the average person, I call it 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. The average person works about 40 hours a week, works for 40 years, and then try to retire off of 40% of their retirement. So if you're going to take a chance on financial freedom, you've got to do whatever it takes to make it happen. And I always tell people, there's never any losses. There's only lessons. Yeah. All the things I've done, whether it was successful or not successful, I'm glad I did those things because it made me the person I am today. And I always tell people this. The biggest problem is people are afraid to make a mistake. So I would tell everybody that's looking, looking and listening, don't be afraid to make a mistake. That's number one. It's something I call my three C's. These are my three C's. The first C is consistency. Mm. Consistency is the key to success. Consistency. You don't have to be the best. You don't have to know the most, but you have to be consistent. I always tell people, a lot of people got the skill, but very little people got the will. So when you're consistent, that means that you're consistent. My second C is confidence. You will never gain confidence until you become consistent. Once you become consistent, you gain confidence. And confidence doesn't happen overnight, my friend. Confidence comes by doing the same thing over and over again. When you do the same thing over and over again, you don't get bitter, you get better. So once you become consistent, you gain the confidence. And the last C is courage. You get the courage to win. Wow. That's what it's all about. So it's really about not being afraid to make a mistake, going after your dreams. Not worrying about if you do make a mistake, but the bottom line is, if you didn't take the chance that you took, 
If I didn't take the chance that I took, you and I wouldn't be talking right now. So a lot of people shrink their dreams to fit their reality. I'm encouraging you guys not to do that. Wow. Thank you so much, Roy, man. All the way from the United States of America, drumpies some massive, massive wisdom. Wow. I'm blown away. I'm blown away. I'm blown away. Thank you so much, Roy. I know you're a busy man. It wasn't quite easy to get you on the show, but we eventually got there in the end. I can't wait. I'm going to be coming to the United States sometime this year. I can't wait to see you face to face, my brother. When you come to the United States, man, don't you check into no hotel. Like I said, my home is your home. It's 10,000 square feet. Pool in the front yard, a pool in the backyard, and the pond. Oh. I'm not telling you this to brag. I'm not trying to impress you, but I want to press upon you that yeah. when you come here, the doors are open for you. Definitely. I can't wait. I can't wait to see you, my brother. Thank you so much for coming. So, Roy, how can people reach out to you? People listen to this. They're super fired up. Right now, I'm so, like, my one of my biggest mission in 2022 is collaboration. And we are launching our very first award and business summit in November 2022. I'm going to talk about probably trying to get you down here as a speaker, but how can you help spread the wealth knowledge? How can you help people crack the code, you know, becoming financially ahead, freedom, and be able to live the life of the dream? How can people reach you? Yes. And also, too, man, I'm going to be coming to the UK. I do know I have to check the schedule, but I think I'm going to be there before the summer. So I'll let you know that right away. But I'm like AMC theaters, man. I mean, I'm everywhere. You can just go to social media and just put in Rory K. Douglas. I'm everywhere. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm excited about that because I just made over a million followers on TikTok. But the bottom line is, is that uh, I want to link up with as many people as possible. So therefore, I can help them any way that I can actually help them. But I'm really targeting young minds. I'm very excited about the young people today that's coming up, especially in the UK, man. It's so much value out there. And I really want to just thank you once again, man, because you are really, really doing your thing, man. You're adding a lot of value. And it's not being just heard there. It's being heard here also, too. Let's make sure that we connect so we can make some things happen. Definitely. But like I said, it's easy to find me. Just go Rory K. Douglas. I'm there. And that's who I am. That's my story, man. And I'm sticking to it. And I approve this message. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Roy. So guys, make sure you go and follow Roy on all his social media. Check him out. Connect with him. I'm so super fired up. I'm looking forward to doing bigger things with Roy. So guys, share this message with family, friends. Share this with a brother, a sister. Share it with your network. Listen, if you chase one thing long enough, you can catch it. One thing I always say, if you chase one rabbit for long enough, you'll catch it. But if you chase 20 rabbits, the mission is impossible. So make sure you chase one rabbit as much as you can and you will catch it. For me, I'm chasing one at a time and I'm catching one at a time. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we'll see you soon.